Hello and welcome to Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I am your host, Catherine McPhail. I am an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts, and my specialty is renovations and additions to existing homes. So this podcast was originally for all owners who might be interested in finding out as much as they could before they started their own renovation. And possibly it's expanded just to anybody who's interested in hearing about renovations or people's stories about their homes. And today is one of those episodes where I am speaking to a homeowner, but today is a little different in that it was one of my own clients, which I don't think I've ever done before. And the reason I did it was because I just really wanted to talk to Missy about her experience as a first time homeowner, someone who didn't really have any experience with uh, houses, even, never mind a home renovation, uh, like owning a house. So I thought I'd ask her on to talk about what her experience was and what she learned from that. Here's what I was thinking. I was thinking about what my favorite kind of project is. You know, if I could just do one thing that would just make me happy, and um, which I can't, I know, but my... And then I realized my favorite kind of project is the kind of project where there's a house that just seems like they're just resigned to getting torn down. Like they know their time is over and they are just so worn out and just kind of sad, you know, and then then instead of tearing it down, just make bring it back to life again. So then, of course, I thought of your project because I don't get to do that many of them. A lot of them are just people want to add on a mud room or, you know, build out the third floor. But this was a complete a uh, complete transformation of this house. I mean, it's really just an uplift of the house. It didn't change that much. Or did it? I guess it did. How did you, like, you were a first-time home buyer. Yes. Yeah, so how did you go into this place and just say, this is my house? Because it was a little, it was a little <laughs> down at the mouth. Yeah, it was, it was rough. Well, part of it was out of necessity, Um I had been searching for a long time for a house, for like about a year, because uh, I knew the place I was living in was going to be sold eventually. Um, and then all of a sudden, it was like on the fast track to being sold. So I had to find something. And I had put offers in on other houses that were, you know, didn't need a lot of work, um, were almost finished didn't you know could move in ready um but i had been outbid on all of them so i saw this one and it was a good price and i mean it it i saw the inside and i was like horrified at the condition but something about just the size of the yard and it was a it was small but it was a good size for me it was a good just a good size house just to have one or two people at the most living in and that's kind of what really drew drew me into it it was more like a a feeling i got when i was in it even though it was in the state that it was in i really felt for some reason that this was the house i was supposed to buy <laughs> So the way I met you was through the contractor that you hired. He suggested that you call me. Yeah, and it is. It's a perfect size for one or two people. In fact, that's your house is actually my um, ideal house. When I think of your house, for some reason, I think of a house just exactly like your house with the two bedrooms upstairs and the stair in the middle and just one bathroom. And that's that's it after I leave here. So when we've downsized and we don't have anybody living with us anymore. Right. 
I think that'll right. be that's a it's a great size. And honestly, I feel like people have really a lot more space than they need. I mean, yes. not to judge people, but I feel like people think they need more space than they than they really do. But anyway, so what did you um, learn about the whole thing? I, I feel like it was maybe a little overwhelming at first, but do you have yes. any that you learned that you would want to pass on? I mean, there were so many things. I, I really went into it. I, the only thing I really knew about buying a house was anything I had seen on, you know, the millions of home shows on HGTV. I didn't really know anything except, you know, you go to open houses, you might need to be pre-approved for a mortgage. So I did those two things to start. Um, and I thought, you know, that was like a big step for me. Cause this is my first time buying a house. And at the time I was in, you know, mid forties. So it was later in life that I decided to purchase my first home. And as I got into it, um, I really wasn't looking for a fixer upper. Um, and that in and of itself just adds another layer of, of knowledge you need that I did not have <laughs> that I went in completely blind. I, I kind of just went in head first and put the offer on the house without thinking about knowing that I needed it obviously got renovated pretty much, but not knowing the full scope of what that entailed. Um, so I was lucky in that I was recommended a, a great contractor who knew a great architect, you know, like yourself. And then I got a great electrician and I just happened to fall into tons of luck with the people I was working with. And I think, you know, normally I'm a planning type of person. So in a normal situation, I probably would have planned it out much better and kind of found out what it all entailed before I jumped head first into it. So that's kind of a takeaway for me is that, you know, now that I know everything that involves, it's, I think it would have been a lot smoother and more, it would be stressful still, but not, maybe not as much stress involved as there was. Yeah. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> I remember that you bought it and then um, I think you wanted to start work pretty soon after you, you needed to move out, right? Didn't you have a deadline where you needed to be in the house? I did. I needed to, the, the landlord of who owned our apartment building, um, it was a, you know, in Somerville, it was like a six family house. He had passed away and his family wanted to sell. And, um, it just progressed a lot faster than we had thought. So, um, even though we had, kind of a deadline. It was moving a lot quicker than I had anticipated. So I really wanted to get the work done on this house moving pretty quickly if I could. Um, I mean, I had a place to, to stay. It was very fortunate that I didn't have to live in this house while it was being renovated because it was total gut. <laughs> So that was, that's the other thing <laughs> that you, you know, I, I'm so thankful I didn't have to live in it. But you wouldn't um, have been able, there's no way you could have lived in it. I mean, no, not at were, all. it was completely, you, yeah, it was completely gutted and there was all the structural work that was replaced. I mean, it was pretty much rebuilt from the inside. I guess I kind of knew in the back of my head that it needed that much work, but I was pretty, you know, uneducated as to what 
you know, what the work entailed, um, you know, and then the whole thing was a learning process. I learned so much. I, I mean, I went into it not even knowing I needed an architect, I, mm-hmm. not even like knowing that that's something that I needed to do, um, you know, not knowing that even when I needed a re- realtor, he helped me so much and an inspector and all the things that you kind of see little bits and pieces of on home shows, but you don't really know what they entail when you actually are going through it yourself. I don't know that I would go through a, a total gut renovation again, um, even though it I'm glad I did in that I kind of got to pick everything how I wanted it. Um, everything is pretty much what I would have done in my dream situation um, as far as picking out all my, you know, cabinets and the floors and the paint colors and stuff like that. But I think I would have, if I were to do a a total gut renovation, I would have been more methodical about it and really would have thought about what that entails and how long it, it would take because thank God it was before COVID and all this kind of stuff where there were so many restrictions. I mean, you know, I, I was just, I just lucked out with how quickly it took and the people that were involved. So I think you closed maybe May 17th or something. Is that right? Something like that? It was like, it was like the end, like probably April 30th. And then it started construction like May 15th or something like that. It was pretty quick after I closed. Yeah, that was pretty quick. Yeah. And everything just kind of started. And, you know, I can't recommend enough getting a good contractor. I mean, I lucked out and I had, um, you know, you know, Pierre Martin, he, he's very organized and, you know, he was really on top of his team and they were always here when they said they would be. And I don't know that that's necessarily normal. I, I've, I've never gone through it before, but I've, you know, seen on TV things that happen and people don't show up and they have different jobs and that just never happened in my experience. So I was pretty lucky in that respect. So I had another um, contractor that my realtor knew look at the house first, just to see like what he would say as far as a price and see if it was even remotely in my ballpark, even though I was already set on buying the house. So it it didn't matter at that point, I guess, because I had already like put an offer in. But um, my, luckily, my uncle knew Pierre. They had grown up together. So um, it was just by sheer luck that <laughs> I was in touch with Pierre. And he was so great and organized and really gave me a really detailed quote about everything that needed to be done and was really upfront about what it would cost and the time it took um, and really adamant about needing an architect, you know, in order to have plans to follow, which it was totally not on my radar. Um, But the whole process was so interesting, you know, to see your plans and to see how you thought about the space and um, just things that I never would have thought about. The whole process was such a learning experience and just looking at things a different way. And I had a lot of leeway, I guess, because I could change where windows were a little bit because everything was being torn down and rebuilt. So I had like, I could change where doors were and I could change, you know, so 
it was the whole thing was very interesting in that respect. Yeah. So we had to, so your stairs weren't up to code. So we had to rebuild the stairs and build a dormer at the top for the head height. Yes. Right. And then that bathroom that you had, I'm going to put pictures of that in the um, episode enhancements, which you can see on the website. So that was like a light blue foil bathroom, which was (laughs) probably pretty stunning in its early days. (laughs) um, Yeah. So we, but that was definitely super gross. Yeah. Yeah. So one good thing about that is that you don't have to feel like, you know, you don't have to feel guilty about tearing anything out because there's no other option and then what else what else did we do i think we had to make that front that top hall a little bit wider yes it was very very narrow and the um the railing was very rickety and you know wasn't safe (laughs) at all um the you had to step down into the master bedroom oh yeah that's um, right which was kind of odd um you know so raising that up actually gave more uh, height to the kitchen, which was below the master bedroom. It just, and the dormer just made such a huge difference because it almost felt like a cave up there. Um, and adding that dormer just makes it so bright and open and just having the space in the hallway. I mean, I want to say it was like maybe 24 inches wide. Yeah, it was really small. It was really narrow. Yeah. I mean, there was really no question we had. So we took some of the space out of the bathroom. So made that a little bit narrower, but reconfigured that. So yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a pretty simple house, but honestly, I, I felt like the energy in the house felt like it was over. Yeah. Yeah, but now, I mean, so it was not a complicated, it wasn't a complicated project so much. There were like little tweaks like we just talked about that we made, but I feel like those made, those just make a huge difference for maybe the next, you know, 100 years for the house, hopefully. Definitely. It just, the the flow of the house is so much better than it was. It was just, I don't know how many radiators, maybe 30 radiators in the house and having the the HVAC system redone. So those radiators didn't have to be there really opened up a lot of space, you know, for furniture placement or, you know, anything, anything like that. And even just like moving the, the back door was sort of in the middle of the deck and now it's like off to the side. So, you know, my office now is like, just a nice little extra bonus room, which really came in handy, especially during COVID <laughs> from working from home. And uh, yeah, the whole, the whole house, even though the, the footprint didn't really change, the flow of it is completely different yeah. now than it was. Yeah. Do you feel like you made any mistakes? I really don't have any regrets or anything that I would really do differently. Um, I felt like I did things kind of simply in that I went, you know, with a paint color, the same paint color in the whole house in case I wanted to do something, you know, more creative later on, like maybe put a fun wallpaper in the bathroom or, you know, I made the colors kind of neutral so that I could make those changes later on uh, if I wanted to. So I think that was a, a big help in making quick decisions when I had to, you know, that would be something else that I would recommend is, you know, I didn't want to hold up the project by waiting to make certain decisions um, on fixtures or, you know, if something needed to be placed in a different way, I kind of 
was actually had an easy time making those quick decisions. And I feel like that helped the project move forward faster in the long run. So do you think if you'd had more time, you would have you would have done things differently? Like more time to plan or more time to choose finishes or trim or anything? No, I I really I did have a plan when I went into it. I had a plan in my head of how I wanted it to look. And it was just like having everyone's help of accomplishing that, like making it become like a reality because I love my white kitchen. I love, you know, I love the, you know, white cabinets and the simple, you know, quartz countertops with a little bit of the veining. Um, you know, everything's kind of like black, gray and white. And it's been almost maybe like a year and a half. And I still love everything I picked. I mean, I might have spent more time picking things like um, doorknobs or cabinet pulls, maybe made different choices in that respect. But for the most part, I'm very happy with everything that I chose and that how it ended up. Yeah. Going fast didn't end up compromising the project at all. It was just a little bit stressful. To be. Yeah, it was just, it was just stressful in that, you know, I had during this time, I had gone through a couple things personally, like I had lost my job and, you know, that put a whole different stress level on it because, you know, I was having this whole house done and I had, you know, was in between jobs and, you know, I just recently lost my father. Um, so there was a lot of things emotionally going on. And I think, you know, that contributed more to it being a lot more stressful than maybe it would have been had those other things not been happening at the same time. But I think in that way, it, that's what helped me make decisions also quicker is because I had all these other things going on. Um, so I wouldn't recommend, you know, taking on a renovation if you have all these other issues going on at the same time, but that just happened that it, that's how it was for me personally. Right. But that's the thing is that you can't know, I mean, that would be another argument for me for being really prepared going in because you don't know what might go on simultaneously during the four month period or six months or however long. Exactly. You just never yeah, know. And it's absolutely. a lot, lot to take. It's a lot to take, especially with other losses like you had that does, you know, it's just unsettling and raises your stress levels. And it's just, it's hard. Yeah, so. yeah it is. I mean, it, it's hard in a, in a perfect situation. I mean, I remember expecting a total gut renovation, but coming in on the day that everything inside the house was gone and I could see from the basement all the way up to the rafters in the roof. And I was like, oh gosh, what have I done? No, no that was a little overwhelming. I do remember that. Yeah. It's just, you know, things like that. But looking back on those things, I mean, it, I just laugh because the end result was so completely worth it Yeah, that I'm glad now that I've had all those experiences. And if, if I do move or do go through this process again, at least I have all the knowledge of going through all those things, you know, to yeah. take forward with me. Yeah, that was totally necessary, though, to take out the structure was was pretty unbelievable in that there was hardly any of it As in the first floor <laughs> yes. framing and the whole basement was full of it was just a mess. And we ended up digging out. Yeah. They ended up digging that out so that it was more space for your laundry and everything down there. And there was that tricycle buried underneath there. <laughs> yes, that was weird. Which I do still have. <laughs> you still have the tricycle? Yeah. 
Wow. I still have the tricycle. Um, yeah, it, that was, that was an interesting find. Um, what about the history of the house? Did you ever find anything out about that? My roommate did do a little research and found, I think it was an old map of this neighborhood in Malden. And there was a lot of people that worked for, um, the Converse shoe company. I think it was a different sort of company, um, back in the day, but I think it originated in Malden and there was a lot of people that worked there that lived in this neighborhood. So I think it would be interesting to find out what the neighborhood looked like back then and what kinds of, you know, things were around versus now, because it's pretty interesting. So do you have any final bits of advice for people? Um, just if you're a first time home buyer, I think, you know, the first step is getting a good realtor. I, I had a great one. Um, and he really like gave me a lot of insight into things I never thought about. And, you know, the same with, you know, a contractor architect, I mean, those were things that, like I said, I had no idea that I needed, you know, cause when you watch a show on HGTV, there's no architects, there's no, sometimes no contractors. It's mostly people just doing the work themselves and not needing inspections and things being up to code and just things you don't think about having a structural engineer come in and, yeah. you know, having all that stuff made me feel so much better about the state of my house now versus going into something and buying something that you don't know if the person has made it up to code or, you know, if it's structurally sound. So, you know, even though those things, you know, they do cost money, it's, it's money well spent. And some of those things you can't see the results of, but I just think it's for peace of mind, it's well worth spending the money and having peace of mind that your house is stable and sound and, <laughs> you know, it's going to last for a long time. Right. Well, I mean, in your case, th- it was definitely needed a, a structural, a structural redo, whatever you want to call yeah. it. It had to be rebuilt completely. <laughs> yes. so, so you made changes that required a structural engineer. So, yeah, it would probably be a pretty boring show if they just had it be a little more based in reality. Yeah, right. It would probably last <laughs> longer than anybody would want to watch and right really really slow for a while well i appreciate you sharing your story do you mind if i um share photos on i made that i made that uh tiktok video about it so i I might link that as well all right but it is my favorite kind of project and i'm just happy that you're happy there and that you had a place to be during covid and everything i love it fixed up Oh, I'm so thankful I had this for COVID because I I can't imagine being in my old apartment during that time. It's just so much better here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's more room and that little. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your story. Yeah. I've been I've been asking you for photos and asking you to talk to me. And anyway, so I really appreciate you um, coming out here with me and sharing your story with everyone. Thank you for having me. Thanks again, Missy. That was a fun project. I just love bringing new life to old houses. And especially today with the building prices the way they are, I mean, it makes total sense to try to reuse as much as you can of existing materials and and just to reuse a house instead of tearing it down and rebuilding it. And thanks to you for listening to this episode. 
You know, I love to hear from listeners. If you have anything to say, any suggestions for upcoming episodes, maybe feedback on past episodes, go ahead and get in touch with me either at the house maven at talkinghomerenovations.com or on Facebook or Instagram where I am talking home renovations or on TikTok. The house maven. I'm on TikTok there. And also check out the episode enhancements for this episode because I have a lot of photos, of course, and I did make a TikTok video, as I mentioned. So I'll be posting that there. If you join my mailing list, you can just get a an email about it the morning that it comes out so you won't forget to listen. Anyway, on my website, there are transcripts of almost all of my recent episodes. I'm really working on uh, fixing that all up and getting everything out there. But there's also episode enhancements where you can see photos and maybe additional information about our guests or about their projects. So check out the website at TalkingHomeRenovations.com. And this show is a production of my architecture firm, Demios Architects, where we believe architects are for everyone. And until next time, take care. Take care.